G'day, Tom Bosner here for the Well Workplaces podcast. And this morning on this lovely Friday in Melbourne, we are about to connect with Dr. Natalie Flatt, who is the co-founder and uh, CEO of Connect Psych Services. And for those that have listened to Natalie Flat speak uh, a lot for, for us over the, the journey on Well Workplaces. We've connected and spoken a lot about mental health for workers and employees and the different uh, self-care sort of strategies and things that we can focus on. And we've spoken and commentated really on the whole, through the whole COVID uh, experience. And so today we're gonna take a little bit of a different angle and I'm excited to speak to Nat because we haven't spoken for probably a couple of months uh, overall. Uh, but with Nat, we'll be talking on a range of topics, but the real focus of today is talking about slowness uh, and really talking about how to, I guess, create a bit of a slow, uh, slow lifestyle, obviously the opposite of what is hustle culture, I guess, which can be something that some of us have experienced and anecdotally chatting to a lot of people, they have felt like 2023 has really started off with a bang. People are required to get into the offices more. There's more emphasis and maybe that feeling of more pressure for businesses to perform and to to really re regroup or re-round properly from, from the COVID experience, depending on the industry. So we'll be talking about what the current state of working life uh, is with, with Nat and uh, get her a take, uh, given that through Connect Psych Services, they're obviously consulting and chatting with a lot of people through their EAP service. So they know what's uh, what sort of the, the current stressors are for, for individuals and employees across a number of organizations. Um, we'll be talking about really what the research shows in how to craft a, a slower lifestyle um, and really like how do you intentionally slow down in your lifestyle again i'm guilty of of you know pushing through certain uh in certain moments of the year uh certain phases and forgetting to slow down so i'm really interested in these in these tips on how to be intentional about it how to ensure that you've got quality uh quality of time that you're slowing down and not always going for just you know a, a quick a quick meditation or something, but then checking your phone and then back, being back into that hustle uh, lifestyle or that hustle behaviours that you, you probably uh, you know what I'm talking about. Um, we'll also just talk about how like the practicalities of how do you slow down and how do you take conscious steps. I think when we talk about behavioural change in general, um, we know that you can't just create a habit quickly. It really needs to be intentional and then you need to have a conscious effort towards it. So we'll talk about how you can actually do that and those steps you can take. Um, and also just how to remind ourselves to stay slow and enjoy the benefits of a slow and conscious lifestyle, um, you know, instead of a working hard and fast and hustling and burning out um, or feeling like you're crashing into the holidays, which pre-Christmas, there was a lot of people commenting on LinkedIn saying they're just cooked and they're burnt out. Well, there's strategies for that. Um, and it's not all just self-care. It's also just being uh, mindful and um, intentional with with how you plan your your efforts and your energy throughout the year. So anyway, looking forward to this one with, with Nat. Um, so stay tuned or look out for that. And also connect with us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us there for uh, the updated uh, podcasts that are, that are coming out. We've got over 100 now, so they're just uh, being released every fortnight. Um, we also have a short version that's just started called Time Out with Tom, which is a less than 10 minutes 
uh, episode where we just remix some of the older uh, episodes where we cut through right into the important and juicy bits where we get the best information from the different experts. Anyway, take care. Enjoy the rest of your Friday and uh, stay tuned for this one. Welcome to the show, Nat. How are you doing? Uh, very well, Tom, for a Friday. How are you? Um, yeah, good to see you. It's been a little while since our last conversation. And I don't know about you, but the start of the year, uh, and everyone's been saying it, it doesn't feel like it's ramped up. It's just sort of started at 100%. And a lot of the feeling around workplaces, I think, is that some people are feeling like it's almost like turned up to 100 to kind of catch up for lost time and or lost productivity, those types of things. Is that what you're sensing in the in and around the workplace world? Absolutely. It's called the hustle culture, Tom. And, um, and are we, you know, we're using that speed to, to really measure that success. And, and I, I would also say is, is kind of making up for that, a, a little bit of that lost time and lost productivity, but is it the best way? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good, good question. And, and we, yeah. we don't really, we don't, well, that's what we'll be talking about today actually yeah. is like, how do we create a little bit more balance? How do we kind of get out of that feeling of like, we've got to go a hundred percent all the time. And, you know, last week, um, I may have already shared this with you, but last week I had the kids with me for the whole week. And my wife was away at a, a work company retreat for a whole week in the Hunter Valley, which was great, great for her. But, um, a lot of, a lot of, yeah, a lot of companies end up doing that kind of stuff. And when we did that at at, at, in our business as well, you start the year with a strategy session, you get the team together, you socialize, you really, you know, try and create that full, you know, feeling of team and social connection again, but also in this, at the same time that can create a lot of like, it's, it's almost like a bit too much too soon. So there's sort of got, there's got to be a way to pace, you know, to pace ourselves back into socializing hundred percent, working at a good productive level without cooking ourselves. Um, I'm wondering with ConnectSyc services and the services that you do through EAP, obviously with clients, um, what's the current, you know, sort of state of working life like at the moment? I don't want to use the word, I don't want to talk about COVID too much, but this is the year that is the um, normal year in inverted brackets. So yes, um, yes. yeah, so what's, what's, what's the feel like at the moment without giving away too much? No, look, the, the general feel is that we're still feeling a lot of burnout. Um, mm. we still feel like, and I think that we talked about this, you know, even last year is that we have this, we have this invisible finishing line where we actually feel this sense of relief, but we haven't got that for the last couple of years, you know, come Christmas thinking that it's all going to slow down. The magical kind of way of that we're working is going to just slow everything down. We're all going to be relaxed and we're all going to walk in very Zen at the start of the year. And it's just not happening like that. Um, and that's got to do with the physiological burnout as well, that plays a major factor in the way our mindsets are towards something. And unfortunately, we've still got this workplace culture that we're like, well, if we ignore it, that it's just going to go away. And it doesn't. It, it's actually, it's something we've got to be conscious of to then be able to reverse it. So, yeah. and, and it's kind of like that, taking that one step backwards, more for two steps forward. And mm. I feel that our culture has forgotten that one step backwards. And, and we're seeing that, we're seeing that a lot with, um, with our trends. It is around still the stress, the burnout. I don't want to see that at the start of the year. I want to see potentially maybe the anxieties or the adjustments, you know, going, kids going back to school, kids maybe leaving school, you know, um, maybe change of job. Like what, what is, you know, our, our adjustments is, is better to be seen. We see a lot, you know, in relationships because relationships, when we go at a fast pace, they can get ignored too. And we know, oh, we need to catch up with 
so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. Oh, you know what? We're just going to make a massive dinner and we can all see each other. And, I'm, and I hear it from my friends also as colleagues, like, let's just kill 10 birds with one stone. I'm like, wow, it's gone from two birds now to 10 birds. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Um, but I just saw you last week. I said, well, not when you're sitting at the end of the table um, and I yeah. get to say hi and bye. And then we're trying to then create another dinner where we're just going to do the same pattern and there's no, there's no sense of quality and there's no sense of real catch up. It's just more a tick of the box. Yeah. So I feel that, you know, when we talk to employees and we're talking to workplaces that they're still within that mindset, um, that they have to do a million things at once. And I, we had a great motivation, um, at the end of the year, we were working with a lot of, um, uh, workplace employees to say, don't feel like you have to ram it in just all before Christmas, just to say so spread it out over January and February. But what people have and now doing is that they they've kind of didn't do anything in January and then just clogging it all up in February. And I'm like, this is not a great way to start the year. Let's start. Let's just strip it back. Let's start slowly, and mm. let 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 the year kind of and you know have have more of that slow burn at the end. And then to see at the end of the year, when we do feel that level of tiredness. That that's normal. That yeah, yeah. We're seeing too much burnout at the start of the year. Tom. Yeah. Report okay. burnout. Well, yeah, it makes, it makes sense. It's like anecdotally, that's how it feels out in the, in, in the workplace or, or in the community, I guess, of, of different workplaces, I, I think as well, like, you know, if you think about the economic climate as well, not to go too deep into that, but there's a lot of other stresses at the moment, Absolutely. financial stress being one of them, lots of restructures in certain industries or um, restructures or redundancies as well. So there's probably like this, this, there is a sense as well in some workplaces and offices that. I actually do need to come into the office a little bit more whilst people are saying, you know, hybrid and flexibility. I feel like there's a little bit of um, that, that start of the year pressure, which I don't know that I've seen it like this before to be, to be honest. And it's, that's interesting that it's sort of matching what you're, what you're seeing with your clients. Um, I guess, I guess Nat, with, with that in mind, the, you know, the natural uh, anecdote for that or, you know, solution for that is really slowing down or, or finding a way to, you know, pace, uh, pace yourself throughout the year. What does the research say in sort of how to actually slow down? Uh, what what yeah. are some of the tips there? There are three pillars I really like with what research is really saying is it it helps with workplaces and the setup of workplaces along with employees and and it's a great topic that you brought up on on that financial stress and we do see a lot of that financial stress and unfortunately that is going to be um, a common trend that that we are going to see and 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 also the the consequences of that trend. But then let's just put another layer of that, you know, with workplaces and all the new legislations coming in with, with WorkSafe Australia, is that you've got both, a, a, it's going to be a very fine balance on, on getting it right. We need time to think about how we're going to do that from an individual perspective, you know, a personal perspective, a work, a, a, you know, an employee perspective, but also for companies to look at that from a management perspective as well. So these three pillars are really powerful in that way. And let's start with intentionality. Okay, so when we focus on speed or when companies focus on speed, you can blindly follow a path that may not be the most efficient one. Um, that may not reach our goals personally, um, but also professionally uh, and, and workplaces may, may easily go off track if they are going too fast without that reflection and without really acknowledgement of those learnings from a holistic perspective there. Um, and that means including the whole of the team, not just one or two of the, of the execs there. Um, that slowing down, it will allow us to be more intentional and to find where things can actually go better, where things may actually 
work better. It's about working smarter and not harder. Okay. Because we are in that stoic culture still, aren't we, Tom, where Aussies feel like, you know, well, I've got to work. The longer hours mean that I'm being productive. And we know so much science tells you that that is not the case. It's about being intentional into what you're actually doing um, and and weighing that up and, and making those decisions that are executing the plans that go on the right path. And that then leads into that quality. Um, you know, being fast allows us to do more. Um, you know, but doing more doesn't always equal doing what's best. Um, mm-hmm. Doing those things slower and then incorporating that intentionality, it means that we can incre- increase the quality of the input um, and even sometimes, you know, of that actual experience yourself. So a little bit about that is not about, you know, the, the, um, the, the destination. It's more so about that journey. And, and it's not so much about the journey. It's about what you can then learn along the way that might actually reach another destination. So I know that's a little bit mm. of an analogy, but it's, I, feel, I feel that's really true there. And also is, is being able to provide yourself that time and that reality behind it um, that, you know, that, that you can reach those goals. For instance, you know, if you even think about when you're driving down a, you know, we're Victorian, driving down Great Ocean Road, you know, if you're fanging around that and you're not really taking in the scenery, you're actually missing the best part. Um, you know, or if you're, what I just said about my friends, you know, like, is it better to have go for a walk with a friend and being able to really get into more of a deep conversation or is it um, and say that was such great catch up or over a dinner that you're sharing with many people and you didn't really get a chance <laughs> to your friend. Yeah. yeah. Is I'm it, laughing because that happens a lot, doesn't it? Where it's, it's like, yeah, it, it good, to see, good to see everyone. Oh, I didn't chat to everyone else. I didn't else chat to you, but anyway. I'll catch up with you next time. <laughs> Another time. The quality yeah, yeah. is not there. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, we don't always have the luxury of slowness. I get it. Like, let, let's be realistic. We don't. But mm-hmm. Make that conscious effort when we do, um, it then allows us to question those artificial time constraints too. So it's, it's about trying to be clever and being able to create that quality and might have to wait as well to be able to mm. get that quality too, but you're better off waiting rather than just ticking the box there. I think as well with, with quality, it's like just, I, I kind of instantly think of, it's a bit not related to workplaces at all, but just relationships, but you know, when you like, like say on a, on a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night, you you've put the kids to bed. You've got like, I don't know, maybe a couple of hours to yourself. You know, it's very easy to go TV on, like, you know, not focusing on anything, but just being very passive with, with that precious two hours that you might have to yourself or with your, with your partner, but actually turning the, you know, turning it off and having a chat. Um, we did, we did that last night. I was like, oh, wow, we actually have had a conversation here without, and it was quite late, but we just we were, we were just sitting on the couch having a good old chat. And it was a good example of like quality, but also being quite intentional about, you know, let's, let's, um, let's chat about some stuff because otherwise you're just in your day to day, you know, getting through the week kind of um, mentality. That is such a good example, Tom, because that's a, a perfect way of being really, having to be really conscious, but then realistic that that may not be every night depending yeah. upon energy. Yeah. And also I just want to tune out and that's okay as well. But even having and starting that once, once a week, um, yes. yeah. it's such a difference just by way of, of seeing what's coming up, but, but even talking about, well, what's the best step, course of action, especially when you've got kids and work and the juggle, it's mm. real. Um, and yes, I, I'm a, a thing of, you know, we, we have it all in our calendar and we have a menu and we, we have our diary and we have all these great ideas and 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 the coordination is there but you're missing the experience of it 
Like it's just yes, you're yeah. set on autopilot. And that's not what working parents should be always feeling as yes, well. Yeah. And um, you know, mm. it's not shouldn't just be a hard, arduous task. And and work, you know, we we you're looking at the next generation coming in as it as well as that they want to create purpose around their work. They just don't want to go to work to earn money. They just they actually want to value that relationship. They want to be working within companies that are providing something back that have that level of impact that suits their value system. So mm, we want to mm. also nurture that because they're also, you know, the individuals that are going to give us the best ideas and create the best innovation as well. Um, mm. But we can't do that without actually creating that quality time. Um, I'm just mm. sitting back and having that diffuse thinking um, come, coming to the forefront of our mind. Yeah. And I guess in a workplace scenario for leaders and, or just, just everyone as well, it's kind of focusing on the, the environment that you're creating. So like, you know, instead of having a, a week retreat where, you, where it's just meetings, bang, 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 then lots of, you know, social, like planned social activities after like, you know, consider pacing those things out or having sort of almost like recreational time or non-specific time, um, with, with fellow colleagues there's actually just so much value in like having fun like the the idea of having fun but not it being such a planned um structured thing you know those you know some of those workplaces where it's like we're going to do this highly structured trivia night and it's like it's kind of fun but it's also not because you you're kind of making me do it um yeah. just just that yeah <laughs> so if you're if you're running a team or something like the, the the value in actually asking everyone what you know what do we what could we do that's just a bit of a bit of a laugh and, and having that intention around, let's just, let's just not do work. Um, and let's spend some quality time together to, to just re like connect, but also from doing that, you actually get a lot of value on the flip side, which is for the work for the actual work and the, the results that you're trying to get. Anyway, rant over, you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely. We have a, yeah. a dojo, it's called dojo points now in, in our office. Like it's so I don't know. basically once we can tick off um, certain actions that we've done and, and yeah. we'll, we'll, we will work with certain projects and, and we've completed them that gets put as a, essentially as a coin in our box. Um, but we also then have a suggestions box. Everyone can write down exactly what activity they might like, but it has to be, it has to be conscious of that the whole team would like that. And then when we reach yeah. the dojo that we've done, we've completed and we've kept the productivity up, we can go and do one of these really fun things. Oh, awesome. um, yeah. And it's, it's, but it's, it's with intent, isn't it? Like it's, it's, it comes yeah. back to, you know, acknowledging everyone and what's going to work and when we can do it, because then that's the quality. So it might, yeah, it could be an activities chosen out and that may not be the best time, you know, mm. to be able to get there. So can we park that for, for later and, and then, you know, maybe grab some lunch, but who, you know, let's, let's have a look at which might be the best, you know, mm. place to the takeaway and, and we'll share that. So it is, it's, it's a, um, it's a fine balance, um, but it's all, it all comes back with being conscious of that as well. Um, and also mm. sustainable as a third pillar, you know, that consistent effort over time, um, that's going to be more sustainable to pushing our limits to work, to work as fast as possible. Like to do our best work, we do need that mental downtime. We definitely need that place for self-reflection. Um, and we also need that realistic schedule that we can actually keep up with. We all, I get it. We all have those times where we really do need to sprint to the end. But more often than not, that's not sustainable. That's not going to allow us to do that years and years and years and years. It's like thinking of an exercise program as well, Tom, that we can't expect to do an exercise program that we may 
have been able to easily do when we were 20. So if you tweak that and, and do something, you know, coming from the physio as you are, um, mm. as you get older, it doesn't mean to say that you still got the same impact, but then you're able to then do that the next 20 years. So yep. it's, we can, we can do that in all facets of our life. And, um, and we don't, and I suppose that that's where we come back to those, that comparison that can, that can really debilitate some people that because they're got that FOMO feeling, um, you know, something else that that sustainability piece is, is around that is whose race are you actually running here? Mm. Um, how's it going to be best work for you? So yep. that's where, you know, we want to be, we want to be, um, reminding ourselves as part of those three pillars. So intentionality, quality, sustainability. Yeah, I love it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, this is like I guess sustaining it over a period of time is always the tricky, tricky part, and that sort of sits in with with habit creation. Um, and yeah, with this one though, it's being it's about being intentional of actually slowing, slowing down, not speeding up. Um, for for better productivity. So, I guess with this, sometimes this is tricky to for people to to keep it you know front of front of mind really. Um, so I'm wondering like how do we take those conscious steps to uh, slow down. Like what, what, what are some examples or how can we integrate it in your life? Yeah. Yeah. And look, it is, it's, it's, it is hard. And, um, you know, for workplaces, I get it, you know, like we're, we're trying to keep up, we're trying to keep up with our latest device or the, the, the product or the service that we're, that we're offering, but are we trying to divert ourselves away from our actual offering and, and getting off our flywheel? Um, mm. been doing a lot of work, a great book for everyone out there. I'm happy to plug it. The Jim Collins, a good to great Love it. Absolutely obsessed right now because it's all about going slow, sticking to your lane um, and getting your flywheel, you know, perfect um, there. So a good read, Tom, but mm. you know, that, that's that, that simplistic model is it doesn't have to be overcomplicated. And that's also goes for our life that we can overcomplicate it with these particular diets and these lifestyles. And we've got to, you know, do this and do that to achieve these goals, strip it back, you know, like, you know, and, and, and enjoy it, what you're doing. You know, and I love, I love this, you know, I love the, the communication decision-making piece, you know, slowing down and listening to that conversation is actually increases our empathy. Hey, we're not jumping to conclusions. We actually have that little bit more space to listen. And I'm bad. I'm bad at it. Like I'll say to Sasha, when she's in the office, I'm like, I'll be typing and I'll go, I'm listening. Am I really listening? I'm not. So So I'm trying to change my narrative going, okay, can you just give me three minutes to finish that, that, that email. And then we'll walk around like the nursery and we'll, and we'll have that chat. So you've got my undivided attention. So yeah. it's, it's again, being, being conscious because that that's going to actually create a better goal or a better outcome because I'm now giving my undivided attention and it's better communication for me. Food. I mean, we all, we're all bad at it, you know, especially with online, we'll have the lunch next to us. We shove mm. it down, we eat for energy and then we move on. And drinking water, oh, we can scull that. You know, like it's about, you know, having a little bit more mindfulness around ourselves. Like, can we just take ourselves away? Can we sit outside to have our sandwich? You know, can we allow ourselves 10 minutes to enjoy what we're actually eating and, and then what we're drinking there? Um, fashion's a big one. You know, like even things like, you know, that, that, that fast-moving consumer goods, we, we see a lot of that in the, in the fashion industry. I think they're up to about 13 seasons a year. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's around about that on many of these big places, we need to choose wisely. We need to choose sustainably in that area. And that lack of, lack of choice, you know, like where we can have, you know, a good top, a good, a good pair of pants, a couple of them each swap and, and change. 
not only does they love the, uh, This is the old capsule wardrobe, is it, you're talking about? It is, yeah. 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 Oh, that's worth something every day. But that's actually really, it, it takes out decision-making as well. And, and it, it helps yeah. with that. Where's that FOMO feeling? So choose mm. why in that, even that fashion area. And the exercise, you know, like you don't have to flog yourself to, to you know, at the gym to, to reap the benefit, um, to get the, even the outcomes of, say, reduction of heart disease there. Yoga and, and, and soft walking, um, it can also help, help you out there as well. Like, you know, especially if you are that more stressful person, um, in, you know, and, and you are feeling those effects of burnout, uh, hit classes are actually going to increase those cortisol levels. So maybe this <laughs> yeah, yeah. With area. the loud music, with the loud music, just really getting you more stressed before you go smash your coffee on the way in, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fired up. Yeah, no, I'm fired up. and then you're like, yeah, and come yeah. April, yeah, you really, you, you really hit that down, that downturn. There. Yeah, so they're just some personal areas, but it's also going to be that overall outcome of your performance in the workplace and your performance as person for your values mm. as well mm. yeah yeah i love it well yeah with the, i guess with the exercise one i always just think that's why it's a lot of people and a lot of older people if you watch what they do uh you know if you've got any regular exercises that you know of that are older you know often they're just doing long walks maybe some light weights and some swimming and their their, their heart health is actually unreal <laughs> for for their age um and they they're just in a perfect state and they're quite calm uh, and relaxed because they're they're committing to that regular routine so it doesn't have to be you're right it doesn't have to be flogging yourself at the gym on something which is a place where not a lot of people really enjoy themselves anyway so finding that enjoyment aspect to it as well is quite important um i guess you know with all this you know it's it's sort of easy to talk about slowing down isn't it but reality is maybe you and i we might get off this and then we'll be on the on a phone or smashing our lunch at our laptop yeah. um you know so you know that to remind ourselves to do this i guess it's it's there's got to be a way to remind yourself so that you can always have this front of mind. Um, for me, like just as a quick example, I go to I do go to the gym in the morning. I actually I enjoy it. Um, it's not too stressful for me. And then on the way back, I'll have some deep breaths and and have the music off. So it's easy because because as soon as I get into the house, it's a bit chaotic because the kids are yes. up and it's it's like go go go. So that's my little that's my little trick for settling myself down and then just, and, and whilst that's not consciously slowing down and doing anything that's major, it's just that five minute drive. And it's, it's a little bit of slow down time before I know I'm walking into something that's, that is going to require me to be fairly active again. Um, what do you, do you do anything to remind yourself or like, how do oh, you, yeah. how do you keep track of it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is, it's, I, I use the word like, what's a rush. So I might put yeah. that up on, mm. on the fridge. Um, I might yep. put that on the kids, um, on the back of their doors, depending upon what they've got. Um, and, okay. and trying to be really cognizant of those times that, um, like it's predicting the rush times. So mm. if you're like, I, I'm a, I'm a house full of boys, like, you know, so it is just, it's like a circus in the morning, every morning to get them out of the house. So, you mm. know, to be able to, to learn about that organization, which really helps, but, but also to kind of create a better relationship in the morning. Um, and not have an angry mother by, you know, just, just getting yeah. a bit more organized and with homework and, and choose the mm -hmm. lunchbox and whatnot there. But, but, you know, that's something that, you know, I tried to say, do everything with intention. I've, I've got a very bad habit, especially at home, um, to do half jobs 
and then to walk away and I'll come back and I'll kind of work a circle and it's like it looks quite frenetic. So one of mm-hmm. my things is to say do it with intent, do it to completion. And so mm-hmm. I feel, and that it, you know, that these are just the common household chores um, or making the dinner or washing up or folding those laundry. I'm trying to finish off doing one thing at that time. But within that, I always even say is, um, does it need to be done right now? Because you can find yourself in those positions where it can be really automatic or automated, mm. but and you're missing out on experience that is part of your value system. So, you know, like if the kids go, hey, come, you know, bounce it. Can you come shoot some hoops with me on the basketball? I go, yeah, just a minute. And I'll, you know, be folding washing because I'm trying to finish that off. I need to go, well, does this need to be done right now? Because I'm mm. missing out on having a bit of fun. So I'll, yep. so it's about questioning, you know, and, and, and questioning your actions. And it's a discipline, isn't it? It's not something that's just like going to the gym. You got to take, you got to allow yourself to get into that routine. It just depends on, you know, but, but, but incorporate your purpose and your values into that. And that this will reap benefits, even small changes now. Um, so if the fridge, what the rush, you know, turning, changing music from dance or high adrenaline music more to chill out music throughout mm-hmm. the house, um, taking that cup of tea outside, switching off yep. the TV, all these do lead to, to better intentions and, and, and slowing mm. down there. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I kind of, I, I love that. And I think I just, I always think of just that environment. So managing the environment where you can, the loud, the TV gives me the shit. So, you know, I'll turn that off and you just notice as soon as you do that, you can, it changes everyone's energy pretty fast. Um, and the other one for, I guess, just thinking more in that working for workers is, is everyone's got a diary, but you're actually diarizing some, some switch off time or that yes. walking time and getting away from the phone, uh, the phone as well is a environmental problem in my view. So the smartphone in your pocket, even in your pocket or in view is just a, it's not good for your attention, is it? So, um, yeah, no, great. Good to, good to get through, get into this and get through this. Now there's plenty to, plenty to think about to, uh, yeah. enjoy the slow life. So look, I'm going to get off this call now and I'm going to intentionally chew my food and have a lovely lunch. Enjoy. Take care. And thank you very much. You too. You see you, Tom. Thanks for tuning in to another Well Workplaces podcast. If you've loved the show, it would be fantastic if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or feel free to follow us on LinkedIn or Instagram and search Well Workplaces or my profile, Tom Bosner. If you would like to hear more about our exclusive events and more about the Well Workplaces community, feel free to email me directly at tom at wellworkplaces.com.au where I'd love you to tell me who I should interview in the future podcasts. This podcast is really built on community input and built on the aspiration of inspiring healthy change in every workplace. Thanks for listening.